We head out to Cape Town in our headline segment tonight. And uh, yeah, the city of Cape Town this morning filing an application for a precautionary interdict against what it uh, uh, yeah, has been called here the National Shutdown Protest, which is coming up on Monday. Now, the city says they've interdicted uh, against any attempts to incite or participate in looting, vandalism and disruption. And uh, to tell us a bit more about uh, this uh, interdict and uh, precautionary set of measures um, and uh, I guess what assumptions underlie that, I'm joined on the line by Jordan Hill-Lewis, Executive Mayor out in the city of Cape Town. Jordan, good evening. Welcome. Good evening. It's really nice to be with you. Thank you very much. Excuse me. Jordan? Let's maybe start off here. Um, you know, when you go out and uh, you look for this kind of precautionary relief and interdict, um, you are anticipating some form of disruption. Maybe just explain to us the rationale of approaching the courts, um, you know, I guess uh, as people prepare to, um, you know, exercise their constitutional right to picket, uh, you are concerned that there might be certain things that would accompany that picket. What are those things? Yes, I think that's the perfect summary. The, the, the peaceful protest, the right to protest is absolutely protected and respected. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but when you go beyond that and you start threatening people, when you go to businesses, as the EFF has been doing in Cape Town the last few days, and telling them that business better be open, uh, excuse me, better be closed on Monday, and if it isn't closed, you know, there'll be health pay. Going to the airport, for example, I see today that they went to the airport and said, <laughs> and said you better not fly any planes. I mean, this is just outrageous stuff. So wait, 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 Jordan, maybe just explain to me so that I, I'm aware. I mean, I wasn't aware of this. So so are you suggesting that uh, those were not, you know, actions to popularize what might be happening on Monday, but rather to, I guess, forewarn people and to intimidate them? Intimidate. It was, it was absolutely designed to intimidate. We've had a video of a big pile of this and an EFF leader, even if we have to buy it in Cape Town, no one will move around in, uh, on Monday. It's a, you know, again, peaceful protest is the problem. This kind of thing is totally unacceptable. So our premise is really simple. We just stand up for law-abiding businesses and law-abiding residents and workers who want to go to work and go about their business and who also have a right not to participate in that protest. And, and that right must be respected as well. And, and they deserve the protection of the state. Uh, they might get it from the national state. I don't know. The national state has been sadly silent on this, but they will get it from the local state. Now, I guess I come back to to the earlier part of my question. I mean, based on what you are saying you've observed, uh, which is this intimidation and forewarning people what might come next week, Monday, um, when you applied for this precautionary interdict, uh, what types of behaviors are you interdicting here? Specifically, we are asking for an interdict against any uh, damage to public or private property, any looting, uh, any intimidation of businesses or workers who are trying to get to work. Those kinds of actions that we are interdicting. Okay. So so maybe talk to us, I guess, about how, where you are in the process now. So uh, you've prepared your interdict, you've approached the court. Where are we? Sure. So we filed early this morning and we the reply is perhaps uh, I probably would have liked it to be earlier in the week, but that you know that's when the court can accommodate us. So we'll have a hearing on Friday, and I I'm not really worried about whether we'll get it or not, given the evidence, the very public evidence of intimidation that is now all over the uh, you know it's, it's open out there on social media and everywhere. 
so I, I, I'm not worried about getting it. And then we will, you know, we will be ready to enforce it on Monday. We've spoken to the SAPS about uh, about joining us, their responsibility to enforce the interdict. So we'll we'll be ready to protect law-abiding residents who also don't want to participate in mm. the in the protest. Is this not the creation of a unnecessarily prohibitive mood? Of protest, um, because in a way you are preempting, or as you say, you know you are taking the necessary precautions. Oh, yeah. Does that not cre- prohibitively create a mood uh, where you know this protest, just as it starts, you know, will be tempered by a certain sense of, you know, restrictions, fair or unfair? Uh, you were breaking up badly there, but I think I caught the gist of what you were saying. I think that that might be the case if there had been none of the videos and statements that we are seeing publicly. But given the the scale of the intimidation that we are seeing, given the scale of the threats that we are seeing, I think we have, have to act proactively. It's not good enough to just wait for burning to start and looting to start and then say, well, now is a better response. We want to show that we are acting proactively. And we are, being, we are just getting a deluge of, of panic emails, panicked phone calls. From who? From the business community saying, do we open, do we, do we send all our staff home? Are we allowed to trade? You know, are we going to be subject to violence? All that kind of thing. And again, I think, I think those kind of citizens, uh, workers, employees, have a right to, to the protection of the state if they don't want to participate. And, and the state should offer that protection. Well, I mean, I guess protest by its nature, Jordan, you, you would understand, um, has some degree of disruption. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, South Africa is one of those interesting places where we even well, have... No, no, wait, let me finish. Well, you know, South Africa yeah. is interesting. We even have what is some people might call protest insurance, right, in the form of SASRIA. It was set up precisely for that purpose. Um, so, so, I mean, I come back to this point. You know, is there a sense on your end that, you know, this interdict will assist you police the margins of what disruption is okay and what disruption might not be okay? Well, violence is never okay. I, I hope that's not the argument. No, 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 no. Disruption? I mean, I'm talking I mean, about disruption, yeah? Yeah, disruption, like traffic disruption, if it causes some traffic jams and people can't get around because there's a lot of people walking in the streets, that's normal. We expect that from uh, from protests, and it might be inconvenient, but you get on with it and you and you make, you make alternative mm. arrangements. But that's not the kind of disruption that is being threatened here. The kind of disruption that is being threatened is the violent kind, and that cannot be acceptable. What happens if you don't get the interdict? I'm very confident that we will, but even if we don't, we'll be fully prepared to enforce the law uh, on Monday and to and to protect law about interdict. So then, wh- why do you need an interdict if you already have capacity to enforce the law? I really hope that you can hear me because I'm. Really no, I, I can hear you. Uh, sorry, let me just ask the question again because you might not have been able to hear me. So, if you are already on hand with your law enforcement capability to enforce the law and to deal with any transgressions of the law, why do you need an interdict? Oh, yeah, I heard that question perfectly. Thank you. The, the interdict is to send a clear message to those who are contemplating violence and looting and disruption that not only will they be breaking the criminal law, mm. uh, but they will be subject to civil, civil action as well. They will be acting in contempt of courts, and they will, so they will be subject to contempt charges as well. So it sends mm. a very serious message that this kind of behavior that you are threatening is unacceptable, 
And it also uh, it also acts as an instruction to the SAPS, by the way, because they have to enforce the the, mm. the court order. Sure. Uh, so it's very useful in that regard. Jordan, now that I I have you on the line, I mean, just this is just my last question. Um, over the last few weeks or so, we've had uh, a series of discussions around. Uh, actually, over the last few months, I should say, a series of discussions around, you know, the seeming standoff between yourselves as the city and taxi associations and owners out in the Western Cape uh, and the latest one related I guess to restrictions on uh, you know and challenges around scholar transport give us the latest where, where is that I mean have you opened you know the dialogue are you sitting across the table trying to flesh out some consensus uh, with the industry or you know are we still where we were a few weeks ago no I think we're, we're in quite a good space at the moment uh, I actually just coincidentally uh just a few moments ago, before you called, spoke to the the senior leadership from from Santaco. Um, um, so we're in a good space. There's no there's no conflict at the moment, uh, and uh, you, you know we're helping where we can. But of course, as we say, you know, as we keep saying, the uh, we actually have huge respect for taxi business owners who provide an essential service without any government subsidy. They they're making up for all the train collapses. They're, they're commuting hundreds of thousands of people every day. But they just do need to respect people's safety, respect the rules of the road, uh, you know, respect safe vehicles and, and roadworthiness. Uh, and then there will, there will never be any basis for conflict because we actually have a great deal of respect for their entrepreneurialism. Jordan Hill-Lewis, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much.